Now, here's a question that a lot of people ask themselves. Do I want to make a good income or do I really want to go for it and make an impact on others' lives? Which one would you choose? Well, what if you didn't have to choose one or the other? What if you could have both? In part one of this mini-series, I shared the core foundation of living a life on purpose, for a purpose. And now, here we are in part two, where I'm going to show you how to make that happen. The actual practical steps that actually work to make it real. And it starts with asking one simple question. What problem do you solve? Because here's the reality. If you're looking to make an impact on others' lives, that's only going to happen if you're able to address a problem that they're facing. Now, on the flip side, if you're looking to make a high level of income, the formula to do so is really very simple. You have to solve problems, and your level of income is directly influenced by the level of complexity you're able to solve. So, more problems, more money, actually, along with the number of people that you're able to impact. That is how you turn your calling into your career instead of going out, grabbing a job, and then trying to make the best of it, and somehow trying to force a calling to come out of it, which unfortunately is the trap most people fall into, and you know this all too well. You see it all the time, but not you and not today. The first thing you have to identify is what problem you solve. Now, in order to do that, there are a few tools that I want to share with you right now to help you get clarity on what that problem may be if it's not totally clear for you yet. Now, this is extremely important because having clarity on your problem is essential. Clarity because clarity is power. And without clarity, you have confusion. And if you confuse, you lose. So here are some questions for you to ponder on. And I really invite you to not just hear these remotely, not just hear these and just go through them. I invite you to really chew on these and give them the time of day because if you do, if you actually sit with these, listen to this a couple times, hit pause, write the answers, go back and listen to these, it'd be really a great way to serve yourself. I highly recommend getting a piece of paper and writing these out. If you're driving, if you're going on your walk, doing cardio while listening to this, first off, fist bump, <laughs> but go back and listen to this when you have time to write it down. Hit pause, give yourself some time to think, and, and literally write out and brainstorm what comes to mind as a result of what I'm about to lead you through now. Because to get clarity on what problem you solve, that's going to be the foundation for everything we do. So the first thing I want you to do is to take an honest assessment of yourself by asking, what skills do I have? What specific skills do you have that you went to school for, you literally paid to learn, that you went and got extra tutoring, that you took a, a course that you paid to improve on, or other people paid you to use those skills. 
Another great way to identify skills that you may have been counting out in your life, because oftentimes we, we have a skill and we assume everyone else can do it. I find this all the time. I call this being blind to your brilliance. I know because I did that for most of my life. And that's part of why I'm sharing this so you don't do the same thing. So another way to reveal the skill you have that actually is remarkable is to ask your close friends, your colleagues, your classmates, or anyone who has known you for a long time. Because if you just have a, let's say speaking, for example, if you just had a great presentation, that might not mean you have a skill of speaking. But if over time, for years, people in your life say, oh, you've always been that way, every time you do it, it's a consistent pattern. That's what you're looking for. A consistent pattern, a compliment that someone gives you from your friend group, from your family, from your colleagues. So if you're noticing the same compliment and pattern over time in different groups of people, that's your beacon for brilliance. So what are you a natural at that when you do it, it's like automatic, but other people tend to struggle or take a longer time to figure out? What are you a natural at? What have you worked really hard at that you genuinely enjoy? What do you do such that when you do it, people take notice of it and comment on your skill or your ability because your level of expertise stands out among the rest. This can help you pinpoint the problem you solve because through asking these questions, what you're doing is you're identifying your skill and a skill is used to create solutions or answers that people need. So once you identify your skill or the solutions that you have, you can then ask this question. To what problem is my skill the solution? And I'm going to put it another way for you. How could my skill be used to solve an issue or help resolve a situation? Where could there be a need for this skill? What skills do you have? Another way to discover this is to ask yourself an even deeper question. What have you survived? What have you had to build a life raft for? Because I'm just going to be real. We all have had trauma or and <laughs> we have had to deal with curveballs that life threw our way unexpectedly and we had no choice but to bounce back. Notice there, though, I said bounce back, not just come back to where you came from. Bounce back, meaning go higher than where you came from. That's because through that process, you developed a skill to overcome something. Now, hear me, this is not about perfection, but it's about the progression that you made, the progress that you grew through the process, because you grow through what you go through. So what have you gone through? And I want to repeat this again. You do not have to be perfect or fully out of the woods yet in order to write this down. You may not be where you want to be, but you are not where you used to be. And that space in between that you are in holds value because there are people stuck where you came from and they need the skills that you've developed to move forward from where they are. 
Yes, they need you. Now comes the second big question. Whether you're the best at it or not, what are you passionate about? What do you do such that when you do it, you get lost in time, like hours turn into minutes, and you smile just thinking about the activity? You're not even doing it. You're just thinking about it, and you're grinning from ear to ear. Now, hear me. There's a big thing when it comes to thinking about the answer to this question. Do not judge yourself or the passionate activity you have about what makes you smile based on what you think should make you smile. So if, for example, uh, you're really into nature and you love horses, but your parents want you to go in the city and be a lawyer, don't discount what you want based on what you think you should want or what you should be passionate about because that's what your colleagues and your friends and your significant other are doing. Stop shooting all over yourself. Just be real for a second. No judgment, no comparison. Just be real. Pause and say, what really makes me smile? If you're all alone by yourself, no one judging, no one other doing other stuff, what makes you smile? And think about that. What makes you smile? Answering these two questions is the core of creating your impact-driven income. Those two questions again. What problem do you solve? And what lights your soul on fire? So, what have you survived? What have you lived through? What skills, activities, or abilities come naturally to you? And last but not least, what do you love? Well, this has been nice and informative, but who cares? I said and have mentioned in earlier this part and part one that there are people stuck where you used to be and those people need and want what you have to offer, but who are those people? And how do you find those people that need and want you? You have expertise and real-world experience. And when you apply that, that's what makes all the difference. You can only make an impact-driven income if you connect with those people who need and want what you have to offer. And that's exactly what I'm going to be sharing in part three coming up next. Who are the people who need and want what you have to offer. Now, if you found this helpful, please share it. Because real talk, the best way to create an impact and the best way to scale your income is to connect with people and add value to their lives. So if you share this because you found it valuable, you're literally already doing the thing to create impact-driven income. So. This episode, share this on your Instagram or your LinkedIn, and please tag me so that I can get notified that you did it, because when I get notified, I shout you out with a dose of appreciation. Okay, so with that being said, I'll see you in part three to answer that next question. How do I find who needs me? See you there.